0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU hits the road with spring football. Where do you want to see the Cougars take practice? We've got boots on the ground in Portland for tonight's BYU
1: basketball game. Steve Cleveland and Spencer Linton will join us from the City of Roses. Oh, Portland.
0: Plus our going for two picks, and it's ball night for baseball and volleyball as well. Let's go!
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. What is up? BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day
0: play-by-play in Studio B presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's Thursday, February 23rd. I'm Jerem Jordan alongside Big 12 rumor analyst Jason Shepard. So excited to have that uh, that title back.
1: Thought things were dead. Apparently not. <sighs> Did you hear about this? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, as quoted by the Austin American statesman, Mm -hmm. Texas AD Mike Perrin was quoted as saying, quote, wouldn't be surprised to see something happen, end quote, with regard to Big 12 expansion. Wouldn't be surprised. Well, then do something. You know what? In (laughs) fact... Because obviously this is huge news. Is it? It has been a while since we've gone here, but how about we uh, we get the latest from the Big Twelve Update Center?
2: Decision twenty sixteen: A Big Twelve expansion update on BYU Sports Nation.
0: Uh, Jason, the Big Twelve Update Center is empty. No one's in there. Uh. <laughs> As It should be. I think uh, we released those on the payroll in July. Didn't that say 2016? It did say 16. It hasn't even been updated. It hasn't even been updated.
1: You know why it wasn't updated? We didn't think we needed to update it. Because it doesn't matter! The Rock was
0: right this whole time. Hey,
1: I'm telling you, any sliver of hope, I'm going to take it. I'm taking it.
0: So you, you read into this?
1: Uh, the man said, wouldn't, wouldn't be, be surprised surprise. to see something happen. Been Clearly, du- Texas holds all the
0: cards. BYU's been duped into this already. Unfortunately, we're going to address this more coming up in Big Deal, No Deal. But not now. There's always time to correct your mistakes.
2: Okay, thank you <laughs> for that.
0: <laughs> Bring on today's BYU Sports Nation headlines.
2: It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Actual
0: news. The Spring football begins on Monday. The Cougars will hold a public practice in St. George, Utah, on Friday, March 17th. I love this. I love cool? this idea. Yeah. A little road show. Yeah. <laughs> the, Please
1: the, call it the road show. The Church show. of
0: Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints used to have these <laughs> congregational <laughs> musicals and plays. Those are gone. So after now the only football, yeah. they were called road skits. shows. You yeah. can do
1: skits after practice.
0: Yeah. Clean Please SNL. I thought that was called Studio C. <laughs> More on BYU and St. George coming up in what's trending. Men's
1: basketball goes for its 12th straight 20-win season tonight at Portland. A game getting underway at 10 Eastern on BYU Radio. The big question, will Yoli Childs play
2: tonight? You can feel the tension building here in the building. Childs spins, takes it in over Swire, and the foul!
1: Yoli Childs had 15 points, 10 rebounds in the first meeting between these two teams. He's questionable with an ankle sprain to play tonight. We'll talk with President Coach Steve Cleveland and Spencer Linton live from Portland coming up in just a little bit.
0: That's an important uh, decision, right? Is, is he playing? Is he not? Um, it's a big you, deal. You, oh, later we'll address Ooh, said, uh, said deal uh, or not with Yoli Childs. Uh, plenty of coverage, as you mentioned, uh, from Portland what a wonderful city coming up. Women's basketball returns home to play the Portland Pilots in the Merritt Center tonight at 9 Eastern. The game will be broadcast live on TV and the TV app. The Cougars beat Portland by 39 in the Child Center, so compelling and rich. BYU expected to uh, play a good game again tonight, second-to-last home game for the ladies. That's right. I'm looking forward to this one. And the third-ranked men's volleyball team is in California
1: to take on number 8 Stanford tonight at 10 Eastern live on Pac-12 Bay Area. And pack-12.com.
0: Yeah, don't be confused. Pack-12.com doesn't Get exist. the dash okay? in there. That's important. Big match for the Cougars. Watch out for that uh, tree. And the baseball team is in the area as well. They play Northern Colorado at 3 Eastern in Stockton, California, and San Jose State at 8 Eastern. So a double header on tap for the Cougars uh, in this one. BYU originally was going to play on the campus of San Jose State. There's some flooding nearby. Uh, So they're going to play in Stockton. Yeah, they've had to move
1: it. Yeah, they've had to move it twice and change the game times uh, a few times. So, yeah, everything is solidified now. Maverick Buffo will start game one. He's not a senior. (laughs) He's (laughs) He's a junior. Uh, He will start game one. And then Brady Corliss will get the start in game two against the Spartans.
0: Yeah, it's a ball night for a lot of teams on campus. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we.
2: It's What's Trending on BYU Sports
0: Nation. On the road again. Road yep. trip. Yep. Last year, Jim Harbaugh changed college football. He changed college football. He took Michigan to Florida on spring break. An idea unknown to BYU. There's no spring breaker. I mean, for spring practice. That's what I. Oh, spring practice. We're talking practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. This year, Harbaugh is taking his team to Rome for three practices. What? Study abroad. Nice. Breaking tradition, changing paradigms, right? Yesterday, BYU football announced it's holding a practice in St. George, Utah. Maybe Kalani Taki likes the Red Rocks, golf, warm weather, I don't know. But I like it. Who knows? This might be the beginning of something. BYU's done a tremendous job of reaching its national fan base through FanFest, Firesides, and now, although still within the state, three, three and a half hours south, BYU football is taking the show on the road to the fans in spring ball, which brings us to the Twitter question.
1: If you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? Mm. You are only limited by your imagination. <laughs>
0: that's that's right. It could be
1: interplanetary, <laughs> whatever you'd like. Uh, this one coming in from at Crazy um, Obviously, my backyard. Hashtag dreams come true. Is, is it big enough?
0: That's the question. <laughs> Does it, is the, as uh, as uh, you know Adam Sandler once said in the great movie Happy Gilmore, "Is it regulation size?" <laughs> that's that's the question, right? Okay, so use hashtag BYUSN weigh in. We, we'll weigh in with three. Yes. Okay. Our top so, three. Top three, right? Because yes. there's probably like thirty. What are your top three other
1: than your backyard? Yeah, other than my backyard, which is clearly the front runner. Uh, my number one location to take BYU spring practice on the road would be Rice Eccles Stadium. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a short trip. Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the amount of security needed for that would be um, gigantic. Yeah, but that would be awkward can in Can you imagine BYU heading into Rice Eccles Stadium for a, a practice? No. It's Just like against- playing popcorn popping on the apricot tree through the sound system. It's against nature.
0: <laughs>
1: that idea. Yeah. So number one, rice Stadium. Okay. Number two, and I think this has a legitimate chance of happening. It does not. The field in front of the Big 12 offices in Dallas. There's a field. In the front we of the- did look it up. We we did like Google Maps. Yeah. There really is a field, white already to harvest. Yes. It's a patch of grass. But again, if we're gonna go to somebody's backyard, no. no I think there's
0: it's- like a large pond there. No, you that's
1: in the back. You can go fishing after practice.
0: Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, so Ty, Ty Detmer, yes, could uh, take you all over. So you know, all why the, not on Ty's ranch? We know that this say. is going
1: to be huge attendance for fans, and this would just be a great opportunity when the Big Twelve leadership looks out the window, they see a practice and a ton of fans. Yeah, just saying.
0: And they're like, "Is this a viable candidate?"
1: <laughs> and then number three, a, a legitimate suggestion here. Finally, <laughs> you don't think the other? It two? only took three. Uh, the LA Coliseum. Yes. Southern California, yes, obviously huge fan base down there with the Cougars. So, yeah, to be able to play at, at the L.A. Coliseum in L.A., that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. So those are my three. Rice-Eccles Stadium, the uh, patch of grass, a.k.a. the field in front of the Big 12 offices in Dallas, and the L.A. Coliseum.
0: Yeah, none of these are happening. My first one, Las Vegas. I think that's a natural fit. Uh, BYU South? B- Cougar Stadium South, as Brian Keel once yes. called it. It's Lavelle Edwards Stadium, by the way. Just so fly. Number two, the Rose Bowl. Like you, I think in LA, that'd be cool. We're re- realistically, we're talking about high schools or junior colleges. Another college would never let another college host a practice at its stadium un- unless it was a walkthrough prior to a game. Like That makes no logistical real sense, but let's not, let's not let facts get in the way of a fun time here, okay? <laughs> at least with mine, the Cougars <laughs> could go through
1: the Rams instead of going through USC. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the next couple years. And then number three, Mo Longy's high school in Tonga, Liahona. I think that'd be awesome. BYU to Tonga. Hey Mo, you got any buddies? You got any cousins? See, that's that's the other beauty part about this is this is also Mo Longy is a beautiful
1: No, place. but yeah, but it's also a recruiting tool.
0: Uh, you don't think BYU going to Saint George isn't a recruiting tool in some way?
1: How many, Absolutely. How many potential recruits do they have in Saint George?
0: Now that's a question that could be answered by people. <laughs> I love this idea. Don't you
1: love this I do, idea? I do, I, do. It I do. I
0: think it's great. I do. I think that Las Vegas is a natural choice in the future. It, I think it does make California sense, yes. would be cool. The issue here for BYU, though, is BYU does not have a spring break. So for Michigan, the justification for missing that much class by traveling is because it's during spring break. Actually, I'm wrong. I stand corrected. BYU changed its... Uh, scheduling, they actually have a Friday off coming up in March. I know we have some students on our crew. Yeah, they're all clapping. (laughs) If the Big 12 Update Center had a shot now, there'd probably be a bunch (laughs) of students clapping about the fact that they get a day of spring break. And the reason that BYU doesn't have it, there's different conferences and camps during the summer that are unique to this institution. So it, it just doesn't work that way. But I would love for BYU to practice in Vegas on, say, a Saturday or something. The,
1: the best part about all of this is, is what it says about the fan base, that you can take a practice on the road knowing that you're going to get Attendance. Yeah, I mean, and you referenced before, you know, getting into this segment, you talked about the firesides that BYU did. Unbelievable turnouts. You talked all over about the the, the fan fest. Oh, we, which they've done in California on the islands. They they've gone everywhere. We and, were at it in San Diego. Yes, we the show live and huge turnout. It was the, great. The turnout from the fan base. You know, you can do these things when you have a fan base all over the country. Absolutely. That, so. That's that speaks very highly of BYU. That you can do this and know you're going to get people showing up.
0: Absolutely. What's Trending is brought to you by Ahern Rentals, offering commercial and residential high-lift equipment and more than 80 locations nationwide. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. If you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
2: you got tweets.
0: At VBJ84, San Diego scholars maintain... (laughs) I thought they all left with the Chargers. It would be the best play for BYU in springtime. San Diego would be good. Well, I mean, Qualcomm It needs to there's, have something in there. There's nobody there like the Big 12 Update Center, so <laughs> that would work. At Soda Coog, up at BYU-Idaho. Always thought it would be awesome to do an exhibition basketball game there as well. I think that would be fun for the Eastern Idaho fans. Of course, Rick's College Cut uh, football. What in like two thousand ninety nine or something like that. So the stadium, um, is, I, I, the stadium is still there. There's still tackle intramural football. In fact, a few years ago, one of the plays was on Sports Center's top ten where a guy flipped into the end. That's you remember right. That? I
1: do remember. And
0: that. the spirit of Rick's is alive. Don't forget. <laughs>
1: How about this one from uh, At our greenhaw, kind of on the same lines
0: uh, of yours. Yeah, yeah. Tonga or Samoa, mm. increase that pipeline and our reach. Now, that would be pretty wild, right? I-, I think that'd be cool. I just think logistically, with no spring break, this ain't happening unless it's on a weekend in the western part of the United States.
1: Just take your homework with
0: you. If it w- was only that easy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the baseball team's, like, on the road for the whole week. <laughs> 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 at Bruton D.R., Rice Eccles Stadium, but yep, you said. yep. Just to annoy our friends up north, moi. That was spelled out really well, done, well, by the way. Yeah, that was that was a nice tweet by Bruce. <laughs> <D. R. laughs> Thank you, Spencer. More from Creepy Spencer coming up uh, from Portland. <laughs> if, you, if you could choose a side for BYU football all the spring practice, where would it be? Use the hashtag #BYUSN and weigh in. We're on that coming up. Big deal, no deal. President Coach Steve Cleveland, uh, as well. But coming up, how much dough will Spencer spend? At the Nike employee store. On us. That's the question. Yeah, on us. And I'm not going to Venmo back. (laughs) Plus, President Coach Steve Cleveland on whether he thinks Yoli Childs will play tonight. This is BYU Sports Nation in Provo. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation is happening right now on Twitter. It's popping. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag #BYUSM.
1: Join us tonight on BYU Radio and the BYU Radio app as the men's hoops team faces Portland. Game time tips at 10 p.m. Eastern time.
0: Steve Cleveland will be on the call. He'll join us in just a moment. Our Twitter question, if you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? The Cougars going to St. George coming up. March Is it on that day that's off? March 17th? March 17th. Okay, that's the, that makes sense. That, I finally put two and two together. That's the day that BYU has a spring break. So they're going to take there you the go. on the road. That makes sense. So get a full week. You can go somewhere else. Uh, at Wife for Life. Forget Utah. Come back to Texas. The BYU fans are better here anyways. Oh, shot taken by at Y for Life. I've already suggested they
1: go to Dallas and play on the field in front of the Big 12 offices. I think that that fits in with that.
0: Yeah, go back to Texas, take Taysom with you, might as well. Just have him on the sideline, <laughs> just walking. <laughs> now joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline, President Coach Steve Cleveland from the City of Roses, Portland, Oregon. Steve, how's it going this fine day in the great
2: Northwest?
3: You know what? It's, uh, it's a little chilly. It actually feels a little bit like Utah, So, uh, but it's sunny. It's uh, sunny and clear skies right now. Maybe a little bit of rain and snow later on, but it's it's always good. It's a beautiful city, absolutely beautiful city.
0: Yeah, that That was a well done uh, forecast, by the way. What's the barometric pressure while you are at it? That went well (laughs) with that. (laughs)
4: That was that was pretty good.
3: Southwest winds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Big game uh, for BYU second. Second, the last game of the season is the Cougars play at Portland, a place where BYU has had some good success. BYU has lost there, but the big story going into this one, coach, is the status of Yoli Childs. What can you tell us about what you think uh, could be? Maybe he plays, maybe he doesn't tonight. What do you think?
3: Well, uh, you know, it, it's it's a game time decision. He was walking around. He didn't participate in the in the shoot around other than shooting free throws and things, and and, and talking to the staff and. And to uh, others that have been working with him, that's you know it's been pretty tender, and uh, there, there's there's an expectation and hope that that he can play, but it'll be a game time decision. Um, I know you start looking at this time of the year, and and you start thinking about okay, do we play him or not play him, and you know what are the implications of that? Um, personally, you know if if he can't go full speed. It's uh, it's one of those things that he probably not not to play, and when you think about it, and and the reason, and there's probably several reasons we can talk about that. But uh, one is that the most important games of the year are still going to happen here in uh, the first week in March, and obviously into the March in the NIT, and you need him to be successful in that tournament. You need him to be successful in the postseason. So why jeopardize? Uh, his health or his well-being right now f- for a game at Portland that under the right circumstances, this is a game they can win. It's just going to be one of those situations where uh, Davin Gwynn and Dastrup, uh Braden Shaw, collectively, you know, they need to score six to eight points and get six to eight rebounds and they can fill in that void. And other guys have got to step up.
1: Coach, you, you just touched on it a little bit. What, what do you believe is more important for BYU before Vegas? Is it is it getting... A better seed, worrying about seeding, or just simply getting healthy.
3: Getting healthy, I think you look at the end game here, and I think that uh, the seeding, obviously, you know, is important. It's not, it's not that it's not, but I think it's going to take care of itself. USF is nine and seven. They have two games on the road at LMU and Pepperdine. More than likely, they're going to split that. Probably get one win. Santa Clara is not going to beat St. Mary's. They're, you know, they're going to end up ten and eight. Um, you know, who Who knows what USF does. They may, they may end up splitting that as well. So it puts BYU in a position they basically break all ties. Now, losing at Portland, you know, it will, could potentially impact their seed and make them a four seed. But I think you look long-term and say it's more important for us to get healthy and be our best when it's, it's the most meaningful moment of the year. I mean, that's, isn't that the reason we love college basketball? Because uh, hope springs eternal, and everybody has a fresh start, you don 't want to have a fresh start and have guys that are hurt that are really important to your team, so i 'm going to say getting healthy and uh, and i, I don 't think it 's going to play out where it 's going to matter with the seeding. I think b y u will finish as a third seed, no matter what happens.
0: If Yoli Childs can 't play, who do you anticipate will start in his place?
3: Well, you know Davin Dav and Gwen, they can go small or they can or they could start you know maybe Dastrup, you know, I watched Astrope yesterday. He's playing with more confidence. I know he's not ready, but man, he has a great stroke. And if he were just to be able to maybe make a jumper or two in a game, he, he could really give them something they haven't had all year, and that's, that's a perimeter post player they can shoot. But I, I would think maybe they'll go small, though I say that Portland has good size, and they have very athletic guards. But uh, it, it, I'm, I'm not sure. They didn't, they didn't really show their hand yesterday in terms of that. But those are their options. You know, you've got. Gavin, Dastra, Brashaw, and uh, they typically almost always start in man-to-man. And if they start in man-to-man, then they'll probably go with a big. And then when they switch over to the zone, they'll bring David in. But those are the three that are going to have an opportunity to to fill that void if he doesn't play.
1: We've talked a lot about BYU's inconsistent play on the road, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has not won back-to-back road games this season. That's crazy. It is crazy, and BYU did win its last road game that was at San Francisco, so they can correct that tonight. But, Coach, how surprising is that to you that at this point in the season BYU has not won back-to-back road games?
3: Well, I, I think it's not surprising knowing that that you have very little experience, even though there is talent there and there has ability level there. I don't. I don't think people realize how hard it is to win. (laughs) Road games. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that the normal fan or you know just the casual observer has any idea how difficult it is. Now, I, I certainly think this team has the ability to win back-to-back games. I remember when um, our third year, when we were kind of making a breakthrough, and we were seven and zero at home. This is the year before we won the conference in the conference tournament. 7-0 at home and 0-7 and on the road. And you can believe that I heard about that every <laughs> single day throughout the entire months of January. What's wrong with these guys? What are they doing? Da, 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 da. And in the following year, we went five out of seven on the road. Sometimes you have to be a little bit patient and wait, and you have to figure out and learn how to do that. I believe that this team will. I, I think it's a team that has the ability to win on the road, win back-to-back, and get things going on the road. Uh, probably, Probably not going to happen this year. Um, there'll be some neutral site games where they could go in back-to-back games, and you hope that that happens in the tournament or in the NIT. But it's hard to win on the road, especially hard when you have people who haven't done it before and had success at it. I had a personal experience. We figured it out. I think they'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, it, it would help if the whole team was there the whole time, right? Yeah, and, exactly. and, and because Kyle Davis, that's chapter one of the Wait a minute. Story. You need
1: your full talent?
0: L.J. What? Rose. Now Yoli Childs potentially tonight. I mean, th- this is... And, and this team, if they win tonight, is going to get its 20th win for the 12th straight year. Coach, what does that mean for BYU basketball? That's, that's pretty wild. Well,
3: it, it, it's just evidence of uh, of a program that has a culture, that uh, has recruited at a high level, that has coached at a high level, that has had great support from the administration. It's just evidence that the program's in, in a really good position. And that just shows that to, to win... 12 years in a row to win 20 games and it is a significant thing. It's probably not as significant as it used to be when we played five or six less games and, and uh, in those circumstances but in this day and age winning 20 games every year for 12 years is incredible and it involves everybody. I mean it involves everybody from those that are coaching and playing and supporting and television and everything. It's a collective effort by the university. And uh, so that would be a wonderful thing. And uh, personally, I think they have a great opportunity to make that happen tonight.
0: Steve, Carl McGowan, uh, who passed away in December, one time said to uh, his team uh, after he won the national championship, I hope that you guys have a two win season because that's what BYU men's volleyball had its second year. You had a, uh, you know, the. Years where you win a bunch, some years you lose more than you win. Well, what is that feeling like versus this year where BYU fans are disappointed yet there's still going to be 20 plus wins?
3: Let, let, let me say this, and I'll probably speak my mind here and regret it afterwards. But I remember uh, I, I remember our journey, and and you know from nine games to twelve games to 20 plus, and then and so forth, and how it kind of built and. That was a great time. And, in fact, there was great enthusiasm. There weren't a significant expectations. There was such an appreciation. And, and that's been a wonderful blessing in my life and to those players. And as I see players, we, we reminisce a great deal about building the program. But the most difficult thing to do is sustain it at a high level. And that's what Coach Rose has been able to do with his staff and the players that have been here and all those that have supported him. It is much more difficult to sustain it. I know that for a fact. It, it, just, it just is. And so sometimes there's a lack of appreciation. Let let me let me just get on my soapbox just for a moment here and just say this. This has been, been this has been on my mind as I've I've been away from this program for you know really three 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 and a half years. And as I look at the media, I look at the fan base, I look at the parents and families of players, I look at the community, and even maybe the players themselves. We need to be they need they all need to be really careful about not respecting or embracing the league they're in. I think, I think that is a slippery slope. And, uh, you know, I think it's one of these things that uh, we, we have to understand that everybody, when they're at home, is better. And, and this WCC is a league of really good offensive skill players. It's always been a league of great coaches. And there aren't big arenas, but at the end of the day, it's hard to win on the road. And when you start thinking about the Mountain West Conference, there always seems to be that comparison. You look at the Mountain West Conference today, it's changed. You know, you look at Vegas, San Diego State, Las Vegas, who have always been the, you know, the, the, the teams that we had to beat in the Mountain West. Collectively, they're 42 and 41 today, finishing at 5th, 6th, and 11th place in the Mountain West today. Things change. Times change. And even though we're not in big arenas, the bottom line is, Gonzaga's Kansas. <laughs> I had someone told me that this morning. I thought, you know what, you're right. we got Kansas in the league, and they've won 18 out of 20 conference championships. So I think it's time for people to start respecting this league and respecting the coaches and the players and understand that whatever league you're in, that's the best league in the country. And you better, you better play like it, think like it, and, and, and embrace it. And I'm talking about everybody. And I know the coaching staff does. I've, I've had conversations, but that's a message that I would have for everyone, regardless of what happens today, tomorrow, or as we go forward. I think the sooner we imbra- – and I don't think this community's ever embraced this league. I don't, and I, I, what's sad is I think sometimes with all social media and all the things that are going on, that it impacts players too. And they hear this – noise, these, these talking heads about what this is and what that is, the bottom line is they better embrace it if they expect to win the conference championships here and do the things that I know that they all have set goals to do.
1: Coach, let's... let's... Amen. Yeah. A- amen. Yeah, there, there's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, l- let's focus on the matchup specifically tonight. Obviously, these two teams faced each other just a, you know, a couple weeks ago, but how do you expect Portland to defend BYU tonight? And did that St. Mary's game provide any additional blueprints on, on how to play BYU on offense and defense?
3: I think one of the things you do as a coach is you always watch the last film. You always watch the last game, and there was a blueprint, and St. Mary's has had that blueprint. And, and so I think that, number one, because Portland has athleticism and they have size, they're not a very good offensive team. They really have a hard time making baskets, but they're better defensively. And they showed that when they played at BYU where they held BYU to 38% shooting. Now I understand BYU came off an emotional loss and so forth, but that, that's an excuse. I mean, at the end of the day, they, they actually held BYU. Other than Gonzaga, Portland held BYU to the, to the lowest field goal percentage that any team has this year. And so they can defend. And I think what you're going to see happen is I don't think they're going to double team Mika a lot. You, you notice probably people getting away from that. They're going to put more pressure on their guards because when you throw the ball into the post and if you can guard them one on one or with your bigs and you don't have to double, then you don't leave the good shooters. And, and I think one of the things that it, as I look at, what BYU needs to do is that with Nick and, and Elijah, and, and maybe not as much with TD, but with those two, they, they need some quick hitters. They need some staggered set-up screens where they know coming off that they're going to shoot the ball early in this game, or posting up Elijah at the short corner near the rim to post up smaller guards, or to get him at the elbow where he can drive and attack, because that's what he likes to do. So I, I think... As, the, as they prepare, as BYU prepares, they're going to know that they're going to come against a really solid defensive team. And uh, I think tonight it's probably be the first team to 70 wins, uh, but, but you know, they've got to get off to a good start. One thing that St. Mary's did that nobody else has done in this league, including St. Mary's, is that they left their four-man, their, their other big man, they just, in transition, he just stays at the free-throw line. And that's why... In our last game, in, in BYU's last game, there were zero fast break points. Now, that doesn't happen very often at home at BYU, and I, I bet you could count the number of times that happened on one hand in the last 10 years. Zero fast break points because they used a forward, a power forward, to just stay right in the middle of the floor in transition, stay close enough to his man, but it was really hard for TJ to get into the paint like he likes to do in transition after makes or misses. I would, I would sense and feel like Portland will do the same thing. When you can take away free baskets, from a team like BYU that kind of thrives on it and needs those to to really get into the flow offensively, I think that would be an effective thing to do, and I think you'll see it tonight.
0: We'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on if Yoli Childs plays and how BYU manages that. President Coach Steve Cleveland, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the day in Portland.
3: Hey, thanks, guys. Have a good one.
0: Thank you. That's uh, Coach Cleveland on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Strong opinion there about not embracing fans... Uh, maybe players, I have media a f- not embracing the league. I have a feeling we may hear that sound bite again. <laughs> Respecting the league, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right, yeah. yeah. Hey, coming up, big deal, no deal. football practice in St. George and pineapple pizza outlaw. But first, Spencer Linton, live from Portland and are going for two picks. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services, chef driven student-powered. Welcome back. I'm Jeremy. He's Jason in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. Yes, and if you missed the Steve Cleveland interview
1: in the last segment, uh, strong takes uh, talking about what attitude change fans, media, and players need to have about the West Coast Conference. You can catch that interview and more on the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps, or you can simply download the podcast.
0: Man, I felt like I had done something wrong after that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's that's just a taste of what it was like to be. Elder, uh, I'm going to need you to come, President in Steve Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. of the Indianapolis, Indiana mission. Yeah, that was fantastic stuff. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU spring football begins on Monday. The Cougars hold a public practice in St. George on Friday, March 17th. That is the spring break day for BYU. That's new. So the Cougars hit the road. Go to St. George. Our Twitter question: If you missed it. If you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Men's basketball goes for its 12th straight 20-win season tonight at Portland. That
1: game at 10 Eastern on BYU Radio. Yoli Childs had 15 points and 10 rebounds in the first meeting between these two teams. He's a game-time decision with an ankle sprain.
0: Uh, We'll see if he plays tonight. We'll talk with Spencer Linton
1: coming up in just moments live from Portland.
0: Women's basketball returns home to play the Portland Pilots in the Marriott Center tonight. 9 Eastern time on BYU TV. You can Access it through the BYTV app. And the third ranked men's volleyball
1: team is in California to take on number eight Stanford tonight at 10 Eastern Live on Pac 12 Bay Area and Pac. Dash
0: and the baseball team plays Northern Colorado at 3 Eastern and Stockton, California, and San Jose State at 8 Eastern. Maverick Buffalo starting pitcher tonight just tweeted out a photo of four shirtless BYU <laughs> Cougars on the bus. So I don't know what's going on, but they're having fun, it looks like. <laughs> Speaking of shirtless, now joining us, uh, Spencer Linton, <laughs> live from Portland on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Spencer, do you have a shirt on?
4: I, I do have a shirt on, but okay, I still just am check. getting my swole on. So oh no ready, nice. ready to go with Maverick and the guys Nice. uh
0: yeah hey hey how 's portland you 've never been to Portland? You went up to this game. What do you think of uh what do you think of Portland man
4: I think Portland is beautiful, but it is cold and rainy and foggy. in fact, it snowed a little bit. It sleeted and hailed yesterday uh, while I was uh, on campus at the uh, Nike World Headquarters. Aww. So people were fascinated by the weather. I picked, I picked apparently a unique time to make my first trip.
0: We're playing the piano music. We feel so bad for you as we had four to six inches ourselves here <laughs> in Utah. <laughs> the thing with Portland, though, if it snows, generally it's uh, Armageddon because it freezes on the roads or whatever. But I, I know you took a tour of uh, Nike yesterday. How was that?
1: Did Phil Knight personally take you around? Because I know you guys are tight.
4: Bill was a little bit busy, but I did see the guy that has created every single Michael Jordan shoe. Like he's Ooh. a celebrity to shoe geeks. He was walking around the halls, and it's like a museum uh, on on several different locations on that place. Like it, it's unbelievable uh, what Nike has become and, and the brand. And uh, I learned some interesting things about how to your basketball the conversation started for them to become a Nike elite school. So pretty cool stuff. Hashtag elite. Absolutely.
0: If we had more time, we'd ask you. We'll do it another day. So you, you (laughs) went, so have
1: you been to the Nike employee store yet? And if so, or if you haven't, uh, have you put a spending limit on, or is it just whatever happens, happens?
4: Okay. So I haven't been, I watched I, I got dropped off by, by Uber driver at the Nike employee store, which was a fail on my part because I was supposed to be at the campus. So, I walk like a mile and a half with my luggage from the employee.
0: Store oh, come on!
4: <laughs> to the world campus, uh, which was okay, but uh, the employee store shopping experience will happen today. And uh, I haven't given myself a price limit or a time limit or anything like that, just because I don't. I don't want to go in there with expectations. I, I just want to have an open mind. Ready to go, what happens, happens, and then we'll see where we go from there.
1: Now, Spencer, uh, just to clarify, you're, you're in Portland right now, right? I am in Portland. Well, that's certainly appropriate. Hit it!
0: Countdown to the Viking.
1: 184.
0: That actually was a good tie-in for once. <laughs> that actually, yeah, that actually I, I worked. I'm actually okay with that one. I
4: give you that. I am in Portland, so that actually ties in. 184, which will be the amount of money I spend in the first seven minutes. You know what? And since you said
1: there's no spending limit or time limit in there, I'm glad to hear that because I'm a large. Thank you.
4: Hey, I was going to get you something until you did the countdown. Oh, Oh, I mean, oh,
0: oh, oh, Spencer Spencer, dropping dimes, dropping dimes from Portland. (laughs) All right, (laughs) Uh, enough of that. Let's get to uh, going for two.
2: Can you predict the future? These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Going for two is brought
0: to you by BYU Dining Services. Spencer Linton, minus two behind me right now. I'm two ahead. So, Spencer, let's start with you. What are your going for two picks for BYU and Portland tonight?
4: Yeah, number one for me, I think BYU, they have seen the light after – the darkness of the St. Mary's loss at home, and they will take care of the ball well on the road tonight, which has been an anomaly for this team. They have turned the ball over a lot, generally, when they've played away from the Marriott Center. I think they take care of it tonight uh, in Portland, 12 turnovers or less for BYU. And number two, I just feel like being bold, man, just crazy bold. The BYU bench has been nowhere to be seen in terms of the scoring category. Number two, BYU will have 10 or more bench points tonight.
0: Mm, if Yoli Childs doesn't start, I don't see how that's going to happen unless BYU wins by 25. If Yoli has well, to play for that I to happen.
4: Be, that I said it was going to be bold.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> if Yoli comes off the bench or something, now you've got a shot, right? But if he plays, he's going to start, you'd think.
4: Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there might be an opportunity for a guy like Colby Laysen to come in and hit a three or two. Maybe Stephen Bale gets a, a bucket or two, some free throws. He's in Northwest dude. Hey, let's go, man. Stephen Bale's got some family watching this game, right? Yeah. Put him in the game. Let him go to work.
0: Let him clock in. Speaking of, you, yeah. you have money to spend in Portland, so yes. we're going to let you go. We appreciate the time, Spencer. Good luck. Uh, we'll pay attention to your Twitter behind-the-scenes access tonight uh, to Child Center. So good luck with everything. I, I think more important than the game is uh, the employee store, let's be honest.
4: Hey, you got it, man. Voodoo Donuts also on the uh, docket today. Very nice. nice. Got to do it. Keep Gotta Portland it. weird, nice my story. friend. Yep.
0: Keep it weird. Spencer, thanks, man. You got it. That's Spencer Linton joining us on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline. Desert First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Continuing going for two picks. Number one, Eric Mika will have a twenty and ten. He's only had one in the last nine games, and it was against Portland. So I have Eric Mika going for tw- at least twenty and ten. Okay. Again, that's in any categories. Probably points and rebounds, though. Let's be honest. And BYU will win by eleven plus. Cougars are favored by ten and a half at this point. I have BYU winning. We're, we're, eleven plus. We're seventeen plus. Or sixteen plus. You know the cur- You know it's a curse, right? Seventeen plus. Like if I say seventeen plus, it's going to be a close game or a loss. Yeah, well, I'm not doing that. Tonight. Why wasn't it a curse any of the other hundred times you used it? It was a curse. That's what I'm saying.
1: You know what I like about doing this, like me being yeah. able to make picks, uh-huh. is that we're not keeping track of mine.
0: We're, no, are so I had no accountability. No
1: accountability yeah. for me whatsoever. <laughs> So I'm going with my 2. Like this the way. countdown.
0: There's no accountability. <laughs> uh,
1: my 2, number 1, BYU will not trail in tonight's game. Oh, they're going to Gonzaga. Please. Wire to wire. The we, opening bucket be always going to Opening score, and bucket and they will never trail from that point on. You better hope it's a three. And man. if I'm wrong, we're not keeping track. It's, what do I care? It's true. <laughs> uh, and then number 2, my nephew Eric Mika We'll score 30-plus. Someone's
0: like, oh, I didn't know that you were his eh, Sort of. Sort of. Mm, slightly related. Yeah. Mostly. Ancestry.com will not validate. It would not, it would not show up on the family tree. will not validate Just this. trust me,
1: he's my nephew. 30-plus for Eric Mika. Okay. I'm, I'm expecting a big game, like like a, like a an angry game out of him tonight. Just
0: that, Hey, when he's angry, he's awesome, right? It's like the Hulk. Yeah. Like Spencer, too. That was Going for Two, brought to you by BYU Dining Services. Chef-driven, student-powered. Minus the Hulk part. <laughs> A Twitter question, if you could choose a side for BYU football to hold the spring practice, where would it be? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up, why are the Bat-Cats shirtless on a bus, but they're in action tonight? (laughs) Big deal, no deal. Big 12 expansion rumors? Not again. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jerem Jordan, Jason Shepard, live from Studio B with your day-to-day play-by-play of BYU sports. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time.
1: Big game tonight for Women's Hoops. They're back at the Marriott Center hosting Portland, a team they beat by 39 at the Jackie Childs Center. Again, it is not... Jackie Chan. That's, no. It's just the child. Jackie Chan 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch the game on BYU TV and the BYU TV app. This guy right here, Jerem Jordan and Kristen Kozlowski, will be on the call. I'll be on the
0: sidelines. Hey. It's going to be a party. Let's go. It's going to be awesome. If you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Cougars heading March 17th to St. George uh, at Twiggy Stone. Field of Dreams. So, Iowa. Then you could have all-time greats versus current players would settle some debates. <laughs> <laughs> like who's uh, walking a out young of the- a young Jim McMahon <laughs> walks out of the like cornfield. Who's walking out of the cornfield? Trevor Maddich, Jim McMahon. And which player will end
1: up playing catch with his dad and not know it? Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the movie,
0: Sorry. oh my! Someone's like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. What's the rule on that? I don't know. <laughs> it came out in the early nineties. I'm gonna assume we're it's safe. been a while. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there's a lot to discuss in our next segment. It's called Big Deal No Deal. Big deal.
3: No deal. deal.
0: Presented by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States. For over 65 years, Brady Industries Clean solutions a tradition for generations. Let's do
2: this. Number one. Big deal, no deal. The outcome of tonight's BYU at Portland game.
1: Um, You know what? I'm going to say it's a big deal. And I completely understand what Coach Cleveland was talking about, that the the main goal for these last two games should be just getting healthy for the tournament. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm all about building that confidence, and, and BYU needs to have another good performance on the road. I, I think that will
0: benefit this team, so I say it's a big deal. No deal. This is a game BYU should win, even though they've struggled on the road. Portland, I mean, th- there's a difference between Portland and Santa Clara, San Francisco, right? Uh, I, th- I think that the matchups are decent for BYU. The, the only reason the Cougars struggled with Portland at home is because BYU was spent emotionally after Gonzaga. That's not the case. I think that BYU has had five days to recover from, quote, the darkness,
2: that Spencer Linton called, of St. Mary's no deal. Number two. Big deal, no deal. BYU going for its 12th 20-win season in a row. I think this is a big deal. And Steve Cleveland's right. This used to be a bigger deal
0: when there were less games played, about five or six. So now the standard's kind of 25, right? And that's what Dave Rose is at. But the fact that BYU has lost, uh, not, uh, they, they've won 20-plus. All 12 years of Dave Rose's tenure, as soon as they get that 20th win, that's amazing. The consistency has been fantastic. I know fans want sweet 16s and whatnot, but trust me, there's not a losing season in there. Not even close. You're 20 wins every year.
1: Yes, it's a big deal. And if it were so easy to do, every team in college basketball would do it. Are they doing it? No. It's a big deal what Coach Rose gets his team to do with so many different personalities and rosters changing every year. To be able to have that type of consistency is unbelievable.
0: The expectations were really high, so fans don't want to hear 20 wins, rah, rah, rah. But trust me, it could be a lot worse. Number three.
2: Big deal, no deal. BYU Spring Football road show
0: in St. George. Nice. I say big deal. I think it's awesome that BYU is going on the road on the day of spring break, taking practice somewhere. It's different. It's expansive. It's innovative. It's creative. That's important in college football. That's a recruiting tool, not only to uh, showcase yourself potentially in front of said recruits in the area, but where do you go next? Where else could you go? What else could you do with it? I love it.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal, and and I'm going to say it's a big deal for the fans. It's a big deal because they're gonna get an opportunity. Maybe some and even though St. George is only three and a half, four hour drive away, you know, there's a lot of people that may not get an opportunity to ever see something like this. So it is absolutely a big deal for BYU to be able to take that type of activity on the road and and possibly show it to a lot of fans who have either never seen it or, or never would have had the opportunity. So yeah, it's a big deal. And Number, it's really cool. It is cool. Number four.
2: Big twelve conference expansion rumors. Or are they? No deal.
0: It's the Big 12. What do you think, Jason? Okay.
1: I think you know where I'm going with this. Any sliver of hope is a big deal. Really fact- after
0: that yes, that ridiculous showing in July? Every
1: every door was supposedly closed. It's like it's over. Done. Move on. Never going to happen. Oh. Maybe a chance it happens? It's a big deal that the door is not
0: completely shut, locked and deadbolted. Well, it is for the teams that applied. Just saying. <laughs> just saying not a good reason. The
1: a- Texas AD just says saying, you may happen say, sometime, possibly, in the future, at some point. He didn't say Maybe.
2: That <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Big deal, no deal. The president of Iceland threatening to ban pineapple on pizza. Can he do that? That's very un-American. <laughs> Make Iceland great again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, no deal? I don't live in Iceland?
1: Yeah, no, no deal. <laughs> when was the last time Iceland set any trends?
0: You know what I mean? That clapping thing from the Euros. What? The clapping thing where they go, whoo, whoo, whoo. That thing they I- do it. We do it. We that started in them. Iceland. Yes, they did it during the Euros, and now BYU does it here. It's cool. Mm, no, yeah, I'm not. It's no deal. The whole it's, country it's is cool, well, right? Wait,
2: wait, didn't Iceland start the IKEA trend? That would be, be Sweden. Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, for two, then on Iceland. Hey,
0: kill his Mike. <laughs> That's big deal, no deal.
1: Hey, can we go with a, a number six? Ben wearing purple on hey,
2: the day yeah, that, hey, that BYU plays t- Portland. Can we talk and wears about purple? Hey, I went full Jerem Jordan here. It's it's it's, it's, it's the Jerem does this all the time, wearing the color of the opponent. It's the reverse curse.
0: All the time. I think I did it for Oregon in 2014. All, all the time, man.
2: All the time.
0: <laughs> this morning, we're like. You wore purple the day BYU plays Portland. Come on, man! The Pilots, Wally the Pilot approves. That's <laughs> big that deal. Name? No dude. Yes, trust me. When you've done it the W, start with the P. When you've done the WCC tournament six years in a row, you know the mascots <laughs> and a lot more than you ever <laughs> thought you'd know. Holly the Pilot. It has to. Have, Hally, yeah. Hally, have the first letter, and it should be Polly Shore. <laughs> as the
3: yeah,
1: pilot, the weasel, right?
0: the weasel, <laughs> <laughs> jury duty. Is great. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Around
1: Football. BYU Spring Football begins on Monday. The Cougars will be holding a public practice coming up on Friday, March 17th in St. George, Utah.
2: Men's basketball.
0: Cougars play at Portland tonight, 10 Eastern time. The game will be live on BYU Radio and the app. Yoli Childs had a double-double the last time two teams met in Provo. He's questionable for the game tonight. Steve Cleveland told us he did not participate in the shoot outside of shooting free throws yesterday. Women's basketball.
1: BYU returns home to play the Portland Pilots in the Marriott Center tonight at 9 Eastern time. The game will be broadcast live on BYU TV. You can also access it. Through the BYU TV apps.
0: Volleyball. Third ranked men's volleyball teams in California take on number eight, Stanford, tonight at 10 Eastern, live on Pac 12 Bay Area and Pac 12.com. Baseball. The Batcats play a doubleheader today
1: in the San Jose State Tournament in Stockton, California. The Cougars play Northern Colorado at 3 Eastern. Maverick Buffalo will start that game in San Jose State at 8 Eastern. Brady Corliss will be BYU's starting pitcher in the second game.
0: Softball. BYU competes at the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic today through Saturday. Cougars face top-ranked Georgia and Arizona, starting today at one Eastern in Cathedral City, California. Tennis. The
1: Cougars are in Hawaii this weekend to take on the Rainbow Warriors and Long Beach State. BYU will face Hawaii today at 8.30 Eastern in the University of Hawaii Tennis Complex.
2: Soccer.
0: I think it's the Wahine when it's females, right? The Cougars starting up spring practice. We'll play two games this Saturday. One versus Westminster. The other versus Utah Valley at the indoor practice facility.
2: Cougars in the PGA.
0: Zach Blair tees off today in the first round of the Honda
1: Classic at 105 ah! Eastern. Daniel Hayes tees off at 115 Eastern right after the
0: show. This course is electric. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Helping you need the most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it?
1: Uh, how about we give it to the shirtless BYU baseball team?
0: Yeah. there's. We don't know what's going on there. Maverick but, Buffo uh, tweeted
1: out a picture of like four or five uh, baseball players on the bus shirtless.
0: That's just how they roll, That's I how guess. they roll. And, and
1: he says... Sko Cougars. Cougar. Let's go Cougars.
0: Sko Cougars. He, he was hipping it up with some of the lingo. He's a senior, right? Or a junior? He's a junior. He's a junior, yeah. And he's
1: going to be pitching today in game one. Yeah, just making sure.
0: Uh, our Twitter question. If you could choose a site for BYU football to hold a spring practice, where would it be? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
2: It's Twitter time.
0: At Nick Lee 51, at the BYU-Idaho Stadium in Rexburg, so students could enjoy college football there again like old times. Ah, reminiscent. Jason Buck, Johnny Harleen, Cameron Jensen, many others. My mom went to Ricks, yeah. Uh, my my like wife that. went to Ricks. Yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah. She still calls it Ricks, even to this day. Uh, at That's s- not the name of it. Anymore. I know, it's not. <laughs> uh, at seal underscore living in a championship playoff stadium to get used to the surroundings. Ooh, I like where he's uh, projecting there. And all the fans must wear blue goggles to watch.
0: Oh, well, that's incumbent, right? That's inherent on uh, BYU fandom, right? Yes. Everyone's got the blue goggles. Come on. At Loda Wood, I would love to see the Cougars fill up the former Viking stadium at BYU-Idaho. Did someone on our crew go to BYU-Idaho? Is that where there were three of those tweets? That was pretty good. That those was honestly good showing. The BYU-Idaho
1: reference may be huh. the one that was referenced the most today. Interesting.
0: Our elite tweet of the day, however, goes to <laughs> at Jaker Kemp, Texas Memorial Stadium. <laughs> I'm sure Taysom would let us use it, seeing how he's owned the place. Ooh! Since 2000, it says 2004, Uh, in 2014.
1: Yes. Awesome. Thanks to our guests today, Steve Cleveland, Spencer Linton, and everybody on our crew. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN.
0: Shows on demand on BYUSN.com, audio podcast on iTunes, and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Corey Snyder. BYU Sports Nation, back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. We're going to have shirts on for that one. Don't worry. Keep Provo weird. Hey, basketball, baseball,
2: softball, tennis, volleyball, get some dubs.